Do you think that she would be like a modern day Karen? Like I asking for the manager at a I'm, restaurant? I'm glad you asked because I did think that's why Martha burned all those letters. <gasps> they were actually like Yelp reviews. <laughs> that's what it was. This is Howdy. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're ruining my intro. Um, hi, this is Marissa Macy. And this is Trent Thompson. And you're listening to... Pardon Me, a Presidential History Supplement. So, okay. Yes. Here we are. Here we are. And you may have noticed that this episode is called a flashcard. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind these episodes is that every other episode Mm -hmm. so between presidents Mm -hmm. we'll do an episode about a person place or event that has to do with the president that we spoke about previously Mm -hmm. so think of this as like that supplemental thing in the back of the chapter Mm -hmm. of your textbook that's like you know when they assign the reading and it's Mm -hmm. like read page Mm-hmm. 72 mm-hmm. to 103 and then mm-hmm. and then on page like 102 before the glossary mm-hmm. there's like a supplemental page yeah and it's like, always a shaded in mm-hmm. so it's like a purple yep and there'll be a picture yeah and like there's a good chance it won't be on the test so exactly. a lot of people skip it they skip it and that's why we're going back now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where we've we've cracked back open our u.s history we'll textbooks from from we the people is wide open <laughs> So today we're going to talk about Ona Judge. She was an enslaved woman who escaped from the Washingtons and was never caught. She actually was a part of the Custis estate. She came from like Martha's. Right. So Martha was married before George. Yeah. So, okay. And he died. Her first husband died. So actually, I'm going to start with Betty, which is Ona's mother. So Ona's mother was named Betty. And she was a seamstress and a spinner, and she was what is called a dower slave, which means okay. that she was part of the Custis estate. Okay. She didn't. She didn't belong to George. Right. But her work would mm, yeah. add to her add to the right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his her father was Andrew Judge, who was an indentured servant. He was white, and he was on the estate for four years. Uh, we don't know the nature of their relationship, but mm-hmm. it seems as if it was a loving relationship yeah. um, as much as you. This was actually really common by this point for there to be interracial relationships and for there to be children coming from them mm-hmm. uh, when mm-hmm. such was Ona. She also had an older brother named Austin. Okay. Uh, and Austin traveled with the company that went up with the Washingtons. To, up to to Philadelphia and New York. Mm, okay. He was along with both of those. Okay. So as they are, so as this caravan, basically Washington moves in first. He goes up first. Mm-hmm. By the way, again, like Donald Trump, although it's reversed, Washington goes to New York and Martha stays behind, <laughs> as opposed to Melania, who stayed behind in New York. Right. Right. Uh, but this 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 group goes up, and it includes Austin, the brother. Okay. Um, which is good for Ona because she has 
family, family yeah. an older brother who can look after her. Um, and they pass through Philadelphia. And at this time, Philadelphia is really kind of having like, you know, there's a lot of abolitionist movement and stuff. Uh, as they're passing through Philadelphia, there's, you know, uh, Benjamin Franklin has now become an abolitionist and Martha's just staring clear. And it's interesting that like, you know, they are the first family. Yeah. So there's like a level of respect. But holding slaves is becoming kind of out of popularity. Um, Especially, I, mean, I shouldn't like say popular. Right. It's, but they're like in the north. They're and... in the north. So they have to keep him real close. And it's like he only can bring like the people he trusts the most. It's kind of interesting the paranoia that they start to have. Because, of course, you know, as the people that are working for them start to kind of talk amongst themselves mm -hmm. and meet people and it, you start they start to get suspicious. Right. And like what it's interesting because we talk about this a lot in the Washington episode that sort of like mm -hmm. he is very aware of like the ills of slavery. Right. He knows he really knows. And he acknowledges yes. like at different points that yes. this isn't right. I mean, but he also is like, yeah, but, you know, not my problem right now. Right. This this is a later generation thing. And, right. and to just be like trying to and Martha, too, obviously actively ignoring. Mm -hmm. Oh, OK. Yeah. Like, we're just not going to mm -hmm. mingle with with those ideas and yeah. and because uh, like uh, why would they it's not convenient for them yeah you know it the lives of uh enslaved people were incredibly precarious mm -hmm. and you know ona is martha's like closest person yeah she dresses her she tends to her she bathes her whatever that means you know I mean, in that day and age, she's doing her toilet for her. She is right. the equivalent of William Lee for uh, the present. We talked about during right. the war. Right, yes, yeah. Um, and what eventually happens is Eliza Custis, who is the granddaughter, is their granddaughter, mm -hmm. uh, announces that she is going to be marrying a man from a British citizen Yes. Thomas Law. Uh, yeah, it's Thomas Law. Law, who he has three children already. And they are, he spent time in India, he right? He spent time in India. And so they are half They're half, Indian. yes. And this is all like a surprise, isn't it? It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, the, the Washingtons receive notice that Eliza is wishing to marry this man. Now, he's, he, she, she asked them to don't say no until you hear from him. Right. And so then he writes. Mm -hmm. And Washington is not excited about this. I don't think he feels like he could stop it. But he sends for this guy to come. He's like uh, 20 years older than her. He's 20 years older. He's bought up a lot of property around the Potomac. So okay. he's a, he's he's a he's a he's a land guy. It's a real Jared Kushner situation. You know, um, no, <laughs> he's he's hoping to make, you know, whatever. Now, she is. By all accounts, a piece of work. Yeah, but it sounds like she was like, it wasn't just like, oh, here's this like defiant young lady dares to stand up to the patriarchy. Yeah. This is, I think, also that, but also like she was also like mean and cruel. And that's yeah. what all the people, all the enslaved people thought of her. Yes. Including Ona. Uh, yeah. Yes. Ona was not excited to be going to live with Eliza. Oh, yeah. So explain that. What... So she, yeah, why is she going to uh, so when, Eliza? 
So Martha decides to give Una to mm-hmm. Eliza as like a wedding present. Right. Um, because she knows that Eliza's not in any way prepared for running a household and stuff like that. And so basically what we're dealing with is I think Ona felt things were obviously boiling under the surface. Mm -hmm. Of course they would be. Like she is in Philadelphia uh, at this point, I believe. Mm -hmm. And to paint the picture of Philadelphia at the time, there is a law, which is that you, if you're a visitor from a state or, or not a state, a colony, no, a state. No, yeah, yeah, a state. state. Yeah, a state. Uh, <laughs> if you if you're coming from a state where mm-hmm. slavery is legal, yes. then you can visit for six months, mm-hmm. and they will stay in as your property after yeah. that point. But if you stay after six months, mm-hmm. then they have they can claim freedom. They can claim freedom, um, yes. and now, it happened. Yes, it happened. Yeah. So a friend of the Washingtons comes to Martha Washington. George is at, he's not there. Martha's there. Okay. And says, there's this, there's this act whereby they could be free. I believe that they felt like this rule would not apply to them. Yeah. Didn't Washington think it was like, well, I'm here on business. I'm here on business. Well, he, he said of the, of the friend, like, you know, really, he's the one who made the mistake of becoming a citizen of Pennsylvania so that he could practice law. I believe. Yeah. Whereas Washington did not. And he was like, no, I'm just here on business. I'm just here on official business. If I weren't the president, I wouldn't be here. So it doesn't apply to me. And he also thought that it would not apply to minors. Um, Yeah. Well, because there were different rules. If it was a minor, then they could be fostered. They could have to be taken in until they were of age, which was like 28. It's all complicated. And see, this is the thing about the Fugitive Slave Act is it federalized this process that until then was very confusing among the states. And it was kind of one of those things of like, there was the feeling of, well, they just won't find out about it. These people aren't literate. And how are they going to find out about this law, you know, that they could be freed? Well, they did. Of course they did. Yeah. It's like, so like, (laughs) wow. Yeah. I mean, Uh... and then also the thought, and then also they thought, they had the thought of, well, even if they did find out about it, they wouldn't want to be. What, yeah. What egomaniacs. I know. Yeah. They they think very well of themselves and that everyone is like dependent on them. And that's very, that very like. So they, they come up with this rotation scheme, right? Yes. So the first, well, here's the deal. The first time it's a little bit helter skelter because they don't have a lot of time to plan and they don't know what what they know, what their people know. Okay. Some of the people they send here, and I can't remember all, at the end, it is Hercules who still needs to be sent somewhere. He's the cook. Yeah. So it's not like it's it's not easy to get rid of him. This has been this this sending people back has been happening for a little bit now. Yeah. And so word has gotten out to him and mm. he knows mm-hmm. that that's the plan. Right. But you know, he has family at Mount Vernon. Yeah. And just because you have this, just because just because to, you have this opportunity, right, yeah. doesn't mean that it'll work out right. I mean, Hercules had a very nice setup going. Yeah, you know, he, did. he had he earned like two hundred or three hundred dollars a year mm-hmm. from like kitchen scraps that he was allowed to sell and things mm-hmm. like that. He wore fine clothes. He was like, you know, he had he had got a pretty high station. Yeah, 
to throw away. Right. He eventually did seek his freedom. But what what motivated Ona, two things. One, she was very, I mean, she was not a fan of Eliza by any means. Mm -mm. But she certainly didn't want to be living with this new husband either. She knew nothing about him. And also, Washington had decided not to run for a third term. Yeah. So in 1796, Ona is realizing, well, I'm I'm going to be going back to Mount Vernon, right. not to be returned to Philadelphia. So yeah. this is her last chance yeah. to really make a break for it. And I and I feel like I was reading about her feeling betrayed, a little bit of like a anger at mm-hmm. Martha. Yes. To to just be like it's giving her away after yeah. you know over a decade yes. of like service yeah. and mm-hmm. that closeness and yeah. I mean yeah. That obviously, like, contributed to her Mm -hmm. making that decision as well Mm -hmm. of, like, oh, after all of that, you're going to send me with that mega bitch, you know? And 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 I don't know what's to come of me there. And Mm -hmm. and to be exposed to, like, this free black society, Mm -hmm. to jump to, like, how she does it. Obviously, she got help, like, in Philadelphia. Yes. She is never able to talk freely about how she gets away because until long after she died everyone who helped her committed a federal crime yeah so yeah she takes her opportunity when there is a dinner happening at the mansion because um she is not she does not cook that is one of the duties that she does not do so they don't need her at that time and there's a lot going on to like kind of be a distraction so on may 21st uh, she leaves the mansion and is never seen again by the Washingtons. Right. It does, they don't. We don't know how soon they discovered her missing or anything like that. But two days later, there's an ad placed in the Philadelphia Gazette. Okay. That just announces her disappearance. She had an interview in which she claims that she escaped on a ship that was captained by John Bowles. And she did not reveal this until 1837. Oh, wow. Okay. He had already died. Yeah. He got her to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Okay. There was a free black population there. And also she had to, she kind of had some recognizability because she was oh. always there yeah. with Martha. I mean, when Martha's having her dinner or... Not like a big a big fancy dinner, but if right. Martha's having tea with like other ladies, oh, she's there. Yeah. Ona's there. She was recognizable. In I fact, didn't even think about that aspect yeah. of like, you know, she was with the Washingtons, George Washington, and and also to an extent Martha were like the first ce- like celebrities. Yes, you know. Okay. Yes. That's that's a, definitely makes it for an interesting aspect. But so they put this ad in the paper, and then. There, I know that they put an ad in another paper and there was like this $10 reward yes. to anyone, and, yes, black and that was or white. Black or white. Yeah. Because they had, well, so the Washingtons, now, the Washingtons believed that she had gotten a boyfriend. That was what they felt. They, they, did, they would not believe that she on her own left them. 
<laughs> there was a strange Frenchman yeah. involved. That's what they felt. <laughs> so they spun this yarn that yes. they probably in their minds like believed. Yeah. Well, think about people yeah. with like a, who are estranged from their children. Sure. Yeah. They come up with a story. Yeah. Oh, my child yeah. doesn't just hate me and no, leave. And I'm not terrible. I'm not the problem. So they're spinning this yarn about a Frenchman and, you know, she was under under a bad influence, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. and was, you know, led astray. Uh, just, of course they thought that. Of course they did. So, <laughs> of course they did. Of course they thought that. That's so them. That is so, so them. them. <laughs> so in... 1796, Christmas, end of 96. Okay. We know that she spends Christmas with Jack Staines. And then by January of 97, the two are married. The two have decided to get married. Okay. Now there's some problems with them getting married. And it seemed like the local person refused it. So they sent, like they had to send the marriage certificate. Now he was a a sailor. And he has to leave his wife behind Mm -hmm. for months at a time. Mm -hmm. She is doing domestic work now. She's a very talented seamstress, but she doesn't have a portfolio. I mean, but she doesn't have any clothes to show off. Right. She literally doesn't have a portfolio. Um, And so she's like trying to earn enough to like, you know, just buy basic materials and stuff like that. So now the Washingtons don't know where she is at this point. She could have gone anywhere. Portsmouth is also the home of Senator Langdon. Okay. He is a Revolutionary War hero. He was close personal friends with the Washingtons. Okay. His daughter, Elizabeth, is the same age as the Washington's granddaughter, mm-hmm. Nellie, and they grew up together. Oh. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's not good. Elizabeth would have known who she was. R- right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she sees her on the, they see each other on the street. I don't. I don't believe Elizabeth at first puts together who she is. Mm-hmm. And also, why would this woman be there? You know, it's kind of an out of place kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, because she should be with the Washingtons. And why would she's she be in- thinking, maybe I'm just whatever. And also, there's there's this assumption of, well, why would the Washington slave run away? I mean, other slaves might. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. the Washingtons are, are good. Mm-hmm. They're benevolent. <laughs> You know, they're like they parents. They wrong. Right. I mean. Yeah. I mean, they kind of were like a little bit worshipped. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even people who disagreed with them were still yes. like. Mm. 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 I mean, eventually, Elizabeth tells her father the word gets back to Washington. And so now he knows where she is at. He knows where Ona is at. And now he kind of is going to try and get her back. Okay. Now, you can't just. Go get her. He's the president. On his, on his, or on his big right. white horse. <laughs> exactly. And also, like, this is a matter of pride to him. However important it was to the Langdons to think that their friend, George, was a good, you know, white person. <laughs> you know, whatever that... I mean, yeah, it was important for Washington to see himself that way as yeah. well. Yeah. And it's interesting because he's so, um, he's so tight-lipped and so concerned about his image... He can control how it's perceived by all these people in power. But at the end of the day, he can't control this woman uh, to the point where she does not want her freedom anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what a good life she has. It doesn't <laughs> mm-hmm. matter what accoutrements and dollars here and there you give. She would still rather 
be doing backbreaking labor, mm-hmm. spend the rest of her life on the run, mm-hmm. um, and always have that over her head mm-hmm. rather than belong, be, quote unquote, belong to, belong to you. Yeah. He sends someone. He sends, so he sends, there's a total of six letters going back and forth where he's giving ideas on like how to catch her. And like, it's, it's interesting that he's like, he's kind of in on the excitement a little bit. Oh boy. Of, I know how to get her. I know da da da. Like I'm George hey, Washington. Let me send y'all into da 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 and like getting angrier and angrier and like he also has this and he did this during the war war uh, where he's like oh I don't really care about this is very much his attitude. He would never want it to be known that this thing made him feel. Mm-hmm. disempowered but behind closed doors but behind closed doors you'll find some toxic masculinity girl mm, it's true <laughs> so but listen yeah. he's the president mm-hmm. and if he wants things done discreetly he can do that yeah so he reaches out to the um secretary of the treasury just you know a little bit of light um i'm not sure what kind of crime this is but he does skirt all the rules of the Fugitive Slave Act. He has all the power in this situation. He literally signed the act, which federalized, you know, catching people. And even so, he has to find a little loop around. He's mm-hmm. got to find his little back way. So he reaches out to Walcott. Walcott then reaches out to Joseph Whipple. Okay. Joseph Whipple is a customs official. His older brother was like a very famous so he's always, he's kind of in the shadow okay. of him got something to prove he's got something to prove he's got mm. a chip on his shoulder mm. yeah and he like puts an ad for a dom- or he puts out word of needing a domestic which mm. would be a really good job for her mm-hmm. and she comes and and to interview right for the job and I will, he's he's he keeps kind of asking like kind of questions about like her relation because he's thinking she's run off with a Frenchman. That's the news. Yeah. That's the Washington yeah. story. So he's asking her questions that are about like her partners. Or make it would make any woman uncomfortable to sure. be getting. Um, and then no, finally, and then he finally fesses up, and she. Is oh she 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 now feels comfortable to say like they were not they were not good to me. Um, I have and a quote they, from her I, in huh? that moment. Oh yeah, do it. Yeah. So after saying like there's no Frenchman that I who yeah. I'm sorry who who he um, who he yeah. um she tells this guy mm-hmm. that she has a thirst that quote it was a thirst for complete freedom had been her only motive for absconding. Mm-hmm. So she says it outright. She's like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be free. There's yeah. no Frenchman that yeah. convinced me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And she also was pretty much, uh, there's also where she's like, and I was not going to work for her. He, he's basically like trying to convince her, hey, why don't you go back? And she, then she's like, yeah, no, you know what? I will. Oh. And he falls for it. <laughs> like, she, yeah, she goes back home or whatever. And now I am sure she he sends for her like yeah. a week later. Yeah. And she doesn't show. And he's just like looking at his watch, like at the dock. Like, oh, it must she must have forgotten. I don't know. She must be late. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe so, she met a Frenchman. Maybe she met a Frenchman. Oh, she manifested a Frenchman. 
<laughs> She's like, you know, all that Frenchman talk really got me thinking. Maybe you should find me one. Yeah. And so, you know, Whipple writes to the president and is mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. She just didn't want to come home. And he had like made promises that like she would be freed when she got back there. And, you know, no, I think it was like as soon once Washington and Martha died, she would be right, freed. Right. All this stuff. Right. Like, yeah. The, as his presidency ends, okay. he no longer has this authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's also busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. You know how it is. But a couple of years later, he decides to, to try again. Now, isn't Martha, this in like the last year of his life? Yeah, like it is. 1799. He doesn't know that. I mean, no, has, yeah, you're yeah. right. He doesn't know. Like, <laughs> this is my last year. So, I guess I'm going to take this back up. I mean, fight Martha this fight. wants Ona back. Yeah, Mar- Martha's not happy, and George just doesn't want, you know, happy wife, happy life. I'm, Martha was very emotional, and one of the primary duties of the people that attended to her was keeping her calm. Okay. She was very hard to deal with. Do you think that she would be, like, a modern-day Karen, like, I, asking for the manager at a I'm, restaurant? I'm glad you asked, because I did think earlier that Eliza is probably like the original Karen. Oh, okay. Eliza is. Eliza's a but Karen. But maybe she learned it from Martha. We and don't like know. just There's took not, it up a notch. That's why Martha burned all those letters. <gasps> they were actually like Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Okay. So the 1799 mm-hmm. when before Washington's death. He hasn't quite died yet. Yes. He's like, hmm, I'm, I've, feel like I might be dying this year, and I'm going to take up this issue one more time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's been out of office for a little bit. He's had some time, and so now he's like, oh, I can take back up this thing that I was trying to get uh, this person back. So he sends his nephew, Bassett. Okay. Bassett shows up at Ona's door, Mm -hmm. and it's just... Again, it's confusing the way it's like, hey, don't you want to come home? <laughs> and she's like, no. She's no. like, I know where it is. I know. By the way, if exactly. I wanted to come back. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And then he was, Washington told him not to use force, mm-hmm. right? Because he's like, listen, I'm one of the good guys. Mm-hmm. No force. I got a whole look. And he, but, but Bassett's like, listen, I, I'll use force. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna get her back to Washington, mm-hmm. even if, even if I have to. Yeah. And I guess he was at the, he was at a dinner with mm-hmm. Senator Langston, y- and yes. told his plan. Yes. Like, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her, and I'm gonna use force. Yeah. And Langston, mm-hmm. kind of like secretly, mm-hmm. warns, sends someone to warn. Mm-hmm. Ona mm-hmm. and gets her a horse and carriage and mm-hmm. gets her to kind of a hiding spot yeah. with a friend or a friend of a friend or whatever. Yeah, like nine miles away or something. Yeah. And then Bassett goes home empty handed. So she gets away. Evades capture. She never gets caught. She died still a fugitive. Yeah. Her children were always fugitives. You know, any child that she had would not be um, considered free. She just had to live a, a life of being on the run. But, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, because the I think the the reason why for that is mm. because she belonged to the Custis estate. Yes. 
So even after Washington died, yes. and even after Martha died, still belong um, to to this estate. The state, yeah. So that's why she never mm-hmm. was, and and no one really pursued her after yeah. that point. But yeah. she was still at that risk, right? For 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 for, for the rest of her life. Right. So and she would have no way of knowing if she was being, you know, how much she was being pursued or anything correct. like that. Yeah. I think you said earlier in the podcast mm-hmm. episode that it was always precarious. Yeah. And I think that that, yeah, like it could change in a minute mm-hmm. because there was no, there's no sense of, there's no security. Yeah. Even for like, and I wonder if that's what like went through Her- Hercules' mind when mm-hmm. he like finally went after his freedom of like, yeah. wait, this is. This is not as secure of a situation as I thought it was, yeah. even though at the moment it seems like relatively mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, he escaped on uh, George's birthday, too. He was like, 20. bye. Like, Happy birthday. Happy I'm birthday. out. The main source that we use for this episode, uh, I highly recommend everyone read this book. There's also an amazing middle grade version. Mm-hmm. So for like younger readers of this book, mm-hmm. um, incredible story and like goes way way more in depth and does a way way better job than we yeah. do of yeah. like we're just kind of giving you like the little clip yeah. notes about ona judge and, mm-hmm. and just bringing this story this person to light like yeah. uh, after having talking talked about washington mm-hmm. um but this book is trent what what is yeah so title? the book is so the book is called never caught the washington's relentless pursuit of their of their runaway slave ona judge and it's by erica armstrong dunbar she also wrote a book about Harriet Tubman. Okay. And she has some lectures. You know, if you want to go on YouTube and search for some lectures, she's a really good speaker, too. Yeah, she's And she great. tells that story, you know, uh, in a very uh, entertaining way. The mm-hmm. book itself is a really good read. There's, It's not common to get such a detailed account, people that were enslaved, because there were no records kept. Yeah, yeah. Because, because she was you know, working for the president and the and yeah. the first lady, there's some records of her. Right. And, and she so, gave some interviews at the end of her life. Yeah. She did give some interviews at the end of her life. She she learned to read. She was she was literate. And mm-hmm. um yeah, she was able to tell her story, you know, which yeah. is very few people got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is our first flashcard episode yeah. and send us, as always, any yeah. uh corrections or complaints feedback Mm -hmm. um if you do send any corrections please include sources and as always we will put the link to the book as always and any other sources that we looked at in the show notes our email address is in there as well Mm -hmm. for you to send us lovely or not lovely emails whatever Mm -hmm. you're feeling we don't determine what kind of emails they are no we can't we we can't we can't we can't stop you we can't stop the email address is there yeah it's right there we, you don't have to be nice to us. You, we can't force you to. We literally can't. But, but just know. Yeah. If you are, if you send us a not nice email, yeah. we will probably gossip about it we behind, will gossip behind about your back. Not on the you. podcast, but in We won't private. do it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. No. But we will just know that if you send us a nasty email, then within a week, the two of us will be reading it to each other on the couch in funny voices. Yeah. Cackling. Cackling. <laughs> So pleased with ourselves. <laughs> if you think criticism stops us, you're wrong. It fuels us. However, However, if you have constructive criticism, we do open we 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 open our hearts to it. That truly. we open our hearts to fully. That fully. we will read to each other, but in reverent tones. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Right.
Yes. Mm. Hold, while holding hands. While holding hands. Just yeah. one hand. Uh, yeah. We don't hold both hands. That would be... No, no, no. That'd be weird. That'd be weird. <laughs> we don't... We um, we sit across from each other when we sit at a restaurant. We don't sit on the same side. No. Yet. We're yet. Yet. <laughs> ah, so this has been... Pardon, Pardon me. Pardon me. Oh. 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 <laughs> this has been... Do you want to do this it? Is, oh, no. We always say it in unison. Do we say it in unison? Yeah. Oh, this has been... been... Pardon, Pardon me. me. A presidential history, history podcast. Yes. <laughs> do you want to do it again? I don't want to do it again. Okay. I want to use that one. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>